If you're looking for a true crime podcast, you should check out the newest season of Amazon Music's podcast, Badlands. The show dives deep into stories of A-listers whose crimes and career lows are as unbelievable as some of their film plot twists. Do you know which 1980s bad boy made a daring escape from prison and later had his freedom negotiated by a former Beatle? Or why the father of a Hollywood star confessed to the assassination of JFK? These are just a few of the questions answered on the new season of Badlands. And beyond that, they get into so much more, like the story of Sharon Tate, who was caught up in a strange scene long before members of the Manson family came along, the story of Judy Garland's lifelong addiction to pills, sending her over the rainbow much too soon, and about how Winona Ryder was connected to a child kidnapping case in her hometown. In fact, I'm about to play you a preview from the new season of Badlands about Lindsay Lohan's Darkest Days. While you're listening, follow Badlands on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcast. And if you don't want to wait week to week for new episodes, you can binge the entire season right now only on Amazon Music. The guests at the Hotel Orlando weren't going to get any shut-eye tonight. Not if Lindsay Lohan had anything to say about it. He had to be in here somewhere. She knew it. She could feel it in her gut. Her fists thundered on every door until she found it. The room of Paul Schrader, director of a new micro-budget film noir called The Canyons. The same film Lindsay had just been fired from. Lindsay wailed from the other side of the door. She pressed her face to the peephole. Schrader had to see it her way. It was all a misunderstanding. She swore she wanted this leading role. She was so devoted to this movie that she was up until 3 a.m. the previous night dissecting the script. How's that for dedication? It's just that, you know, she needed a sleeping pill before bed and it knocked her out. And she slept right through her call time. But it was just because she was so committed. Paul Schrader saw it differently. He viewed her absence as proof that Lindsay Lohan was still a flake, with or without a bottle in her hands. He didn't budge from his decision. He didn't even open his door. When brute force failed her, Lindsay switched to virtual harassment. She blew up Schrader's phone. And she got her answer in a single blue message bubble. Lindsay, go home. She erupted. Her sobs seeped through the thin walls of the Hotel Orlando. And her performance was apparently convincing enough for Paul Schrader to change his mind and rehire her shortly thereafter. True, she was unreliable, but if you could make Lindsay Lohan show up to set on time, she was outstanding. That, and honestly, her replacement kind of sucked in comparison. The Canyons was supposed to be Lindsay's first serious role in years. Her first real movie, too, nothing goofy like Scary Movie 5, and Definitely not that made-for-a-lifetime TV fodder about Liz Taylor. Lindsay longed for another Mean Girls, another Georgia Rule, something mature, cheeky even, but definitely not a joke. No more playing the role of a punchline. When the producers of the Canyons approached her earlier that year, she felt like it was 2004 all over again. Someone wanted her to star in a noir thriller, a noir thriller directed by Paul Schrader, the guy who wrote Taxi Driver. Raging Bolt, Last Temptation of Christ. He was Scorsese at Jason. There was potential in this fledgling micro-budget flick. She would have been a fool to turn the role down. Not just because of the pedigree of people like Paul Schrader, but because no one else wanted to hire her. Lindsay Lohan was a liability few production companies could afford. When making blockbusters, businesses purchase insurance policies for their leading actors, lest they fall ill or worse, die and can't complete the movie. As someone who cycled in and out of court, prison, and rehab, 
The cost of Lindsay's policy would have been astronomical. But the Canyons didn't have any insurance at all, so it wasn't an issue. What the movie did have was a budget of $250,000. Peanuts. And that didn't stop Lindsay from demanding a million bucks up front. Director Paul Schrader and the producers came back with a counteroffer. $100 per day for her three weeks on set. Take it or fuck off. And that number was literally the minimum pay for Screen Actors Guild members, plus a share of the profits, assuming there were any. And there was another catch, too. Lindsay would be contractually obligated to film a four-way scene with real porn stars, completely nude, alongside her co-star, James Dean, who was also a real porn star. Lindsay shrugged it off. She was tough. She was capable. More than anything, she was eager. Right up until everyone started disrobing. Badlands. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or binge the entire new season right now, only on Amazon Music.